One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. I'm Carrie. I'm Larry. And this is... And you're listening to Sexy... sexy unique. Did we do that too unique. early? Should we let's banter first? Let's just do a little cold open. Yeah. Let's like, let's banter. Cold <laughs> is the feeling that it do. Wait, can we talk about those pictures of... Do you see those photos of Ben Affleck today? He's struggling today. But Something's up with him. He looks. He couldn't get his Duncan, and it really trolled him. But he looks so fucking hot. His arms are like chicken wings. They're so. He like, looks veiny. hot, but like he's going through something. His 
his anger at his Duncan, like I've felt that anger when something very minuscule happens to me. Yeah. And like, he it just, may, it's like there can only be one person in the relationship that gets that trolled by a Duncan moment. You know, that's how I yeah. knew I was like, he and I are never meant to be together and probably not meant to be friends because like there can only be one Duncan troll. But he looks. But you were like, I was Duncan. I was like, <laughs> you're ready to dunk, dunk, dunk I was, <laughs> I'm ready to dunk my <laughs> pussy on You're his. like, stick your. Peen in my donut hole. <laughs> Truly. Like, he's wearing... He just looks fucking angry. His, like, swollen... His face looks, like, veiny and ready to pop out. He has veiny arms, and he's has, like, eight eight different Dunkin' Donuts paraphernalia slash cups slash bags in his hands. And he just looks mm-hmm. so pissed that that moment is being captured. And it, it just looked... It was a very classic Ben. Yeah, his, I his wanted rage. to know what's in the box, Ben. What are you eating, Ben? Yeah, Ben, tell me. Because I wouldn't. He, I believe it's, he probably drinks like three iced coffees in one morning. But I also want to know, like, what, like, what is in the box? Like, are you eating? Are you no, having like a cheat day? You don't look like that and eat donuts. So he's he's not eating him. And I think Amma, he's on. I think he's and, roiding. I think that there's some steroids going on. Him and Anna are not eating donuts. But what are they eating? What is even healthy eating, on the Dunkin' menu? Eat, or is that eating, for the kids, maybe? Maybe for the children. But they're not eating mm-hmm. for Violet or whatever her name is. They're not eating anything. No. Anything. They're, they're eating, eating like custom-made like chef food, diet food. Yeah, they're eating like, like air Mm-hmm. Like they're soylent based. I remember Kate Berland had a joke once where she was like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. doing some riff, and she was imitating a mom with her daughter being like, "Okay, now eat this hot bowl with nothing in it," and it was like <laughs> just air, and like that was. I feel like they just eat air. Yeah, I also feel like I love the way Anna de Armas is being portrayed in the press mm-hmm. as like she is like the light to Ben's darkness like yeah. following that Duncan photo in the Daily Mail like if you kept scrolling in the article about his like porch Duncan journey yeah. then it was like a black and white photo of him and Anna and he looked so happy and I was like this she's being like touted as this like woman this like panacea who just like healed everything that was wrong with him yeah. And I love that level of delusion of like uh-huh. I this can like save your Mother Teresa. Yeah, yeah. the the she's it's a, it's a great PR for both of them. It's incredible PR. Like they're playing, they could not be playing the PR game better. She came in to heal, like heal me. That Gaga song, like she came from <laughs> Star Is Born. She came in to just like kind of wave a rainbow over Ben's dark dark night. And mm-hmm. the dawn is here. The dog days are over. She's like, babe, what's wrong? Did you drop your Duncan? He's like, I dropped my Duncan. Fucking drop my Duncan donuts. Fuck. She's like, it's okay. And she's like, it's okay. Don't worry. And he's like, mm, you're right. You're right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank he's... you. Keep me grounded. Yeah. They're, I'm like, I could not do that relationship with an angry Duncaner. No. But I, bet I could you, go for someone to ease my Duncan pain. 
Yeah. Like a my I'm looking for the Anna I to would, my Ben. I would like to know I, I I can imagine Jennifer Gardner would probably be like, I'm not dealing with this. Like I can see her not taking that shit. I think she's happy that Anna has taken the yeah. reins and is like doing it and I would be too. Can you imagine? And you're like, I have like, we have kids. Like I have to, we have kids. Jen's a real one. I got to deal with them. Yeah. Jen is a real one. She, those horrible photos, like unforgivable photos they took of him on his way to rehab with Jen driving. That's a real, She's that's like, a we'll friend. Carl's junior. That's yeah. a good conscious uncoupling. That's a good ex. She came, mm-hmm. she took care of him in his house. She took, you know what I mean? Like that's, she's, but you can tell she's been like, all right, I've, I've done my, I've done what I needed to do. Get your shit together. If you need Ana de Armas to help you, like, God bless both of you. So be it. I think it's great. I think it's like she benefits too, I'm sure, off of the PR. Like, everyone's doing better if Ben's getting good PR out of it. I mean, Jen, you, Jen, you can't look bad driving your ex to rehab. No. Like, you look amazing. Like, she already is, seems like a great person, but like, you, and like, I just love her and think she's a cool actress. But like you already look so good. And then to do that, you're like chef's kiss. Yeah. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. I like Jen too. When her- ben gets Carl's Jr. Everyone wins. Jen's, Jen, I've seen paparazzi videos of her where she's like, get the fuck out of my way. Like she's so like, if, if they're near her kids, <laughs> she's like, get out of my way. Like she's like, move. I like love she's it. just like, don't come near my kids. I love it. To forceful mama bear energy. Yeah. But directing the anger to where it needs to go. I love it. Yeah. God bless. I like their relationship. I I remember they were cute together. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember photos of them like like when the Red Sox were in the World Series and they were like in the stands when they were first. They were so happy. Anyway. I'm Carrie. I'm Larry. And you're listening to... Sexy. Sexy. Unique. Unique. Podcast. podcast salty utah, salty utah queens, queens. there there another day happy new year's to everyone happy 2021 we we did it we did it we made it so far congrats to the team which is all of us and all of you listening we fucking we did that thank you everyone we got through 2020 thank you to everyone who listened this year and spread the word about us we've i feel like we've i feel like we're how am i trying to say this without sounding Thank you for spreading the word. I feel like more people are listening now. And a lot of that is because of you spreading the word about it. And it's really great. Yeah. It's amazing. And this year felt like, I mean, we had an epic run of one show at (laughs) the Roxy. A huge L. But it was. A huge L. Our tour getting, a huge flop. Our tour getting canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Our fucking tour that we, we were really setting the stage to go like national and then ended up like mostly just shutting down the rock. Like if that is the final show at the Roxy, it was, Oh, like ever for all time, like ever, like I hope the Roxy reopens obviously, but if that's the final 
show and they never reopened, then I think it went out with a bang. Not a whimper. A bang. Not a whimper. That was... Thanks to everyone in LA who now I'm realizing we took... how glib we might have sounded <laughs> that show about COVID. But we didn't know that didn't it was fucking like, know. serious. That was the we night... had no idea. That was the only people that had it were Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks. So like we didn't know. And they'd and, like, literally just gotten it. Like just got... Like we had no idea that things were going to get to this level and what a risk you guys took to come and see the show and, and i appreciate you and hang and with what us after. Risk we took i shared a bag of kettle chips with people backstage it was great it was amazing it was the last time i shared kettle chips maybe the last time i'll ever share kettle chips we shared o2 with sheena backstage mm-hmm. we brushed shoulders with the greats and then the year came to a screeching halt I don't know what I've really been doing since then. I, this has kept me really grounded and sane. Thank God Same. for podcasting. It's a schedule. It's a routine. I'm unemployed right now, like full-time unemployed. So it's it's something, it gives me my purpose. Yeah. So thank fucking God. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's been a really hard year. There's been a lot of horrific things in this year, but there's been a lot of light for me personally. And, and a lot of that, has been through just talking to to Lara and and talking about these these crazy these these queens that we love and um all of you so thank you yeah Lara's like we did it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and that's it <laughs> that's the podcast everyone so uh just subscribe to our Patreon no I'm just kidding. Wait, can I also just say, like, I'm having a hard time with the Housewives of SLC. I said that. I, said I know that. you've said it. No, I. But I, I think we go. I think we balance each other well because I think we go our interest levels like wax and wane at different times. So it's good I'm, balancing. I'm on the same page as you are right now, though. After this episode, I was like, okay, I don't want to hear about like husbands talking about like their wives. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, why? I probably wouldn't choose to continue watching this show if I wasn't podcasting about it. If we hadn't made it our job. No, I would like maybe return return to it, like when it was over, like next year or something. But like, I don't. Yeah, I'd wait till the season was over, and if enough people on social media, like if Ira Madison was saying that it was incredible, and we needed like that everyone needed to watch it yeah. was like doing screenshots. Then I would be like, okay, this sounds right to me. Like I'll, I'll get, I'll dip back in. Well, I was like hoping I was excited because I was so late to the game with Potomac where I only started watching it at the beginning of last year. And now it's like my favorite one ever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why did I wait so long? I waited like years to finally watch it. And I didn't want to be like late to the game with salty or yeah. with salt Lake city. So I was like, I'm going to start be on the ground floor and i'm going to be one of those people that has been like watching it and loving it and there was such an explosive reaction to it where like everyone seemed like was on the same page about it Mm -hmm. or at least in my bubble of uh reality loving people um totally but it's not doing anything for me and it's like i'm i'm having fun recapping it and talking about them but like something has to give and this episode did not bring it and it gave me huge give us nothing energy yeah it was real give us nothing also it's like 
I think Mary needs her own spinoff. Like she needs a show called like Mary's World, where it's just like her and her husband. Like let's dig into her lifestyle yeah. and like, live in her weird dollhouse like fantasy life. Like she doesn't feel connected to. She's not organically connected to any of the other women. So when like yeah, it's They're not like one friends. of these things is not like the other. They're not friends and. It just doesn't have I that. Know. It, it just feels like have, two different shows. It doesn't have that magic of like some of these historic, like New Jersey first season had magic. Mm-hmm. Potomac was a little boring, but it had it had these incredibly compelling people, like these mm-hmm. women, like Karen Huger and like just like these super. Where you were like, I just I feel confident that they're gonna bring it at some point. There was and you a, literally want to watch what happens next. Yeah, <laughs> and and like New York had that magic first season where it's like, oh, just, didn't it ever? Oh. You know, and like they, and I I think these women are separately are interesting, but when they're all together, it's, they're boring, and it's like they're not. They all seem kind of, you know what it is? It's I'm I'm telling you, it's because I mean I'm not telling you. You already know this. I'm telling you. <laughs> But tell me, it's I really, I really me. believe that it's because they've seen how the shows work and their social media, and everyone's afraid of getting canceled, and like everyone's afraid of like getting bad reviews on Twitter and like on the blogs that people are not. They're like, so they're playing it safe. They've reined it back because, like, back in the day on Jersey, like in New York, or you know, even OC, like they didn't have. To, they didn't have to think about all this because they're mm-hmm. they're just getting like you're just watching it on TV. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I really think that it's made them everyone more, and that's why I think in a lot of ways, like the later like New York Housewives now, it's still good, but like everyone's so hyper aware of the character now that they have and the character that social media casts them as, and they want to fulfill that character and and uh give the fans what they want you know what i mean and before it was like when mm-hmm. danielle staub was you know had a traipsing around jersey traipsing around wayne with bodyguards with bodyguards or had a book that came out about her being the club a colombian cartel affiliate like she wasn't trying to win over her social media fan base yeah you know and it just doesn't have that it's kind of done, I think, in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know? I know it's like a post in post social post post social media, and like I think we've reached probably like peak wokeness as a society. So I don't know how many shows can survive that, just from like a corporate standpoint. Like I don't think corporations are down with taking any risks in that way, like. And I mean, Bravo like is part of like a larger corporate media entity. And yeah, I just just don't know like where you go from there when it comes to like reality shows and like these types of characters. I just feel like everyone's holding back a lot and except Mary and but she's yeah. but she's also holding back a lot because she's not exposing that she's a fucking cult leader. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, I that's why I'm like, 
I want to know. But she works for me. Yeah. Like I'm like, she could, I think she could carry her own show. I mean, it would be a train wreck, obviously, but like I'd happily watch hours of her just like doing her church stuff, hanging with her husband chastising her son robert jr for buying prada purses on her credit card not knowing her great aunt not knowing her great aunt charlinda who works for her for 20 years like i'm i'm like give us more spin Um, her off into her own universe like give me something bravo i fucking beg of you and i think i'm just not also not watching the right bravo stuff because i haven't I've been meaning to watch Potomac and I just haven't watched it. So I, I have, I have my work cut out for me. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I just don't, but it's disappointing. It's not, I was, I thought that this week's episode was going to feature a face off between like Jen and Meredith or like something was going to happen like more explosively with the whole Meredith situation. I'm, I'm and then hoping, instead I'm hoping there's sorry. No, no. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm just, I'm hoping that they're setting it, like, it's like a volleyball serve, and they're setting us up for the next, like, I want Jen and Meredith to go at it. Yeah, I feel, they could be set, you're right, they could be setting us up for, like, an explosive. Like, Jen, Jen is, as annoying as she is, she is bringing, like, she's, she's kind of, she's kind of, She's, she's kind of the villain in a way she's doing her job and she's ensuring that she'll be on for the next few seasons definitely but also she's giving us something because she's whether i mean what she's what she's dangling is actually extremely destructive and fucked up that she has like she took photos of her one of her best friends like potential you know lover who's not her husband and is maybe going to expose that like that. She's definitely causing waves already, but, Mm -hmm. but, but the way Meredith was when they were fighting and Meredith was like, I, I don't, I will not stand. Meredith is kind of boring. Yeah. And I think that her and Seth's whole thing was scripted. Totally. Like, I think that they like, they're not working out their relationship on camera like that. And like, if you can't act like you are, then you shouldn't have that as a storyline. Totally. Like if your acting skills are bad, you're going to need to like figure something else out. Yeah. And I don't believe that they are trying to really work it out. I'm like, you're both just bad at acting. Yeah. And this episode needed more Brooks because he is an incredible villain. Like he is nothing but villain energy. And the kind of darkness I crave totally. in my reality programs. He's really scary. Mary, they needed more Mary, who's another kind of like, not necessarily a villain, but nefarious energy that she's, I crave. She's chaos. She's pure chaos. It needed more Diane Warren because that's, I crave that energy. Yeah, that messy family shit I'm into. Heather, I'm into. I mean, Heather, I'm down. I'm down with her journey. I don't, I need less of like a snowmobile, like yeah, gathering. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, don't give I a need shit. less of just like long, drawn out conversations about relationship history. Yeah. And like, I, I get that Lisa and her husband, like, she's the workaholic. He's wants, like, I get that. They're fun. I like seeing her in action. When I she like, was in Sundance, yeah. but I'm, I'm like, 
Okay, we we get it. Let's do something else. I like Lisa that like I can use more of their conflict. I like him being like, please be a mother. And she's like, I will expand my portfolio at all costs. Yeah, she's like, did Warren Buffett stop, uh, you know, acquiring companies? No, he kept going. Yeah, I'm into that. She has a British accent. (laughs) She sounded like the Canadian like show that they watch on South Park. (laughs) (laughs) Terrence and (laughs) Phillip. That's what you sounded, Terrence and Phillip. No. did Lisa as Terrence and Phillip. No, I will not. I will not keep it. Did Warren Buffett ever stop requiring? Yeah, they have like transatlantic accents. Did did Warren Buffett ever stop requiring acquiring companies in his portfolio? No, I'm going to expand mine. And and he's like, Mm -hmm. okay. I'm He's weary. like, cool. I'm literally dying on the inside. I am I'm weary. Fucking, You're so no weary. You're so no weary. Um, but let's get into it. So yeah, let's get into it. I'm like, now that we've talked shit and established we hate this show, let's let's dive right in. Uh, Mary facetimes Robert Jr. She scolds him because he bought his girlfriend a Prada purse, and she's like, Robert Jr. And he's like, hi, and he's like, hello, and she's like how you doing and i'm like i was like are they facetiming in the same house or is he at his <laughs> girlfriend upstairs we never know like their interactions a mary is obsessed with this prada purse yeah and i thought that they already spoke about it i'm pretty sure they did on a previous episode she's pissed because she on her she's like on my credit card I, I saw that this was a purchase so are you buying money on your with your own money or are you buying it with mine and he's like, uh, and she's like, because let me assure you, that Prada purse will last longer than your relationship with this girl. So make mm-hmm. sure it's someone you're going to marry if you're going to buy her stuff like that. And I was like, damn. I know. Also, I'm like, don't give him the credit card then. I think it was just like, I don't think she gives a shit. I think it was just, she was no, trying to have like story a storyline story. But also, she really doesn't like this girlfriend no um, can we just meet this girlfriend I'd, already I'd like what's the hold up yeah yeah mary's world we're all just living in it we're all just that's living the in tag it. i'm like bravo you can have this idea for free actually yeah. i'm like doing your jobs for you now giving you the spinoff of a lifetime mary's world tagline we're all just living in it do 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 it's like mary tyler moore theme song yeah, she throw Mary can throw one of her weird sparkly hats up in the air at the end, mm-hmm. and like let's do the damn thing because enough is enough. He's their relationship is so like non-existent. Her and her son. Yeah, she only talks to him to admonish him. Yeah, and like shit on his life choices and yeah. then dismiss him. So strange. It's um, very strange. Whitney and Justin are on a dinner date and she's like, am I going to get laid tonight or what? Mm-hmm. She's wasted. They're so horny. They're really horny. A reader messaged me a, a link and alleged that Justin may or may not be the interim CEO of an alleged MLM pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Ponzi scheme? Pyramid? But they're all kind they're of the same thing. Bernie Madoff scheme. But I would love, like, let's dig into that. Well, that's the thing. I'm let's like, talk about that. When you told me that, I said, why? It's it still baffles me that in 2020, people who are potentially like <laughs> carrying like ruinous financial <laughs> burdens on their back come on these shows. It's, is it either to? It must just be narcissism. 
or delusion yeah. or like do you think that you're not going to get scrutinized and like your tax stuff and your fine like it's all going to come out into the light so yeah i don't know it's it's uh, it wouldn't be me not me not i not i <laughs> um heather is killing it at beauty lab mm-hmm Heather is having <sighs> some new facilities built. It made me sad though. Cause I'm like, this is probably like a month before COVID starts and you just feel oh the God, shadow yeah. of it looming. And like when Heather arrives to talk to her nice contractor named Travis, who she calls Trav, he's like this sweet, like older kind of middle-aged guy. And she's like, so I guess we're still on track for our, our move-in date and i just was like oh fuck yeah. i don't know there's like a shadow looming god i didn't even think about that but that's probably part of why the energy of the show is so fucked maybe that is because we just feel that it was sort of conceived and like like it's pre-covid and maybe they're scrambling to try and like finish filming or whatever like just establish some sort of show before they have to like shut down also, when Jen's son is sick, I was like, does he have COVID? <laughs> oh, my God. You're, I, like, I forgot about COVID watching this show. I was like, I didn't Damn. even think about that. But maybe, oh, my God. Am I wrong? You're in a place of COVID. I love it. Always. You're vigilant. Um, so she's getting her, <laughs> she's getting her beauty lab. Is, is that like a, another shopping mall kind of place? And it looks great. Yeah, she goes, you have the soul of an artist, Trav. Trav. I was like, you guys should date. Yeah. Go out with Trav. Go out with Trav. Brooks calls Meredith to terrorize her. Um, yeah, she's at her Meredith Marks. She's at her desk at Meredith Marks boutique. And he calls In her and he's showroom. like, he's like, mom, he's like, you need to put more of my stuff in your stores like stock more of my my line in your stores mom and she goes oh absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. she's terrified (laughs) terrified and then seth comes in looking great and he's like looking amazing refreshed etc and like waves to brooks and then brooks goes thanks for coming to my thanks for missing my show and it's like brooks shut the fuck up yeah let it go. You're just you're stirring the pot, buddy. Yeah, we already talked about this. Like it. he apologized. Like he feels terribly. Stop. He flew home to make it right to you. Like be like, hi, dad. I'm so happy to see you. Yeah. Thanks for missing my show. Just what? a sourpuss. Yay! Energy is not not my son. Not my son. <laughs> not my gay son. Mm mm. Then Meredith and Seth have a chat. They have this dramatic that I like fully like my eyelids like went to the back. My eyeballs went in the back of my head. I was like, yeah, I like couldn't do it. This this low stakes like soap opera moment. It was just crazy. Like Meredith definitely made me thought about being an actress at some point. Oh, for sure. She has the brows of someone who really wanted to act. Mm hmm. It just seems like a fake compo, and I don't trust either of them. Me neither. They're really going through. Meredith, basically, they basically are like, we're going to try to make this work and end our separation. But with like no real passion. 
Meredith goes. Meredith being like, I love you and I do want to be with you and I cannot imagine a life without you. Well, she says, she goes, she goes, I love you. And she says it like through <laughs> gritted teeth. And it reminded me there's this part in Starship Troopers when Denise Richards, <laughs> when Casper Vendine goes, just say it once, please, before you go. And then she goes, I love you too. And it reminded me of that. It is very that. Very Denise. Yeah, I'm like, Neither- Meredith, you clearly don't want to be with this person. Like, Yeah, you're clearly having an affair. And like... Yeah. Or t- Maybe that's like will come out. Like, Hope- that needs to come out at this point. Totally. Enough is enough. Totally. I, I'm just like... It just felt so inauthentic on both their parts. I don't think either of them... I mean, maybe he wants to be with her just for his ego. But I don't even think... I don't think either of them want to be with each other. And is Brooks in on it too? Is this whole family just like gaming us? I don't know. Maybe Brooks Because is- I'm like either their divorce it seems like their divorce or separation or whatever like they're keeping Brooks out of the loop but that's actually like hurting his relationship with his father because it's like Meredith's not being honest about her feelings and her affair and then it's negatively affecting the relationship with the father or are they just all like this is going to be our like storyline and we all have to like play ball on this thing maybe Brooks because he's the one I think the other kids are seem more like living their own lives maybe it's Brooks Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't know I it's it's kind of sick it's sick it's messy but not it's like boring we need more boring messy not the best that's not a good messy no i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums and two luxurious moisturizers Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. 
This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Then finally, we see Lisa Barlow, the queen of Sundance. She's ascended from her throne. She and her husband arrive separately. To attend dinner with her husband. Yeah, it's a true celebrity moves on Lisa's part. He arrives first. He looks really cute. He sits down. He's like, my wife will be joining us soon. And then she comes in acting like he wasn't there. And she's like, hi, we have a reservation for Barlow for two. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I guess I think my husband might be here already. But she had to, like, she made the reservation. Mm-hmm she's the queen of life and everyone else is merely a royal subject Mm -hmm. and she says part of owning liquor brands is that we can get a reservation anywhere anywhere and they just wrote queen of reservations um yeah clad and versace and every blouse oh versace her tops in this in her confessional look and this look at dinner are incredible she's wearing a sheer like teal top with just her bra just showing and her confessional it looked amazing like it like yeah. a, a, she, a sheer sweater it was gorgeous it was, yeah but yeah she every single restaurant is this restaurant in salt lake city like every single one looks has lofted ceilings and is like two years old yeah and has those chairs that have like the little metal grommets on them like high-backed velvet chairs with metal grommets and they're all called like farm to table or like harvest yeah or like 
even the nice restaurants look like chain restaurants. Yeah. It's so weird. Reader, That's just a Utah vibe. Utah listeners, can you confirm that can, Salt Lake City is full of like new similar looking like restaurants? Like new American, re- yeah. like weird. Yeah. Also, like the waiters in Utah that guy really with the have hair? his hair beard combo was a lot for me. I almost just had to turn it off and step away. He was, he was like, giving you me can't something. Do this. You can't do this to us. No, I was I was kind of betrayed by his hairstyle. Mm-hmm. I was extremely betrayed by a, a double man bun. Mm-hmm. A half up, half down dual bun with a manicured beard and glasses and the rolled up sleeves. Hell no. Also, when like, Lisa was walking in, she went, amazing. <laughs> she says that a ton. I just love that she just, she's just like... Whether it's she means it or she's, it's almost like she's playing PR person, and she actually is. Mm-hmm. But like her her vocabulary is like what she thinks someone should say, what she does in in her line of work, and she just will walk into like any space and just go, "Amazing, thank you, amazing, thank you so much, thank you, amazing, this looks amazing." Uh, I love her. Yeah, so they just basically are like, he's like, I need more intimacy from you and more affection and to be there as like my wife and our children's mother more. And she's like, okay. (laughs) He should just be the stay-at-home husband and then she should just be the worker and like replace him with like an assistant. I think he's coming to that realization, but it's hard for him because of his Mormon faith. Yeah, he's a little more trad. Mm-hmm. This episode did bring up like a interesting dynamic that I feel has emerged over the past like 20 years of like women women assuming this like girl boss or like entrepreneurial position and role and like how that affects the men in their marriage and i think it's like these couples are interesting to see it's interesting to watch them navigate it because it's like when they got married it wasn't necessarily like that like it just was not i guess as prevalent or common for women to aspire to that level of like power or job status yeah and so their marriage has had to evolve with women being more like in that zone i guess totally like if i if i got into a relationship with someone it's like not that i'm like a girl boss by you are a girl boss. <laughs> any stretch of the man but like it's like i would be like i would be like a from a lisa perspective like i'm going to work and do my thing you're gonna be and paying like, your, your be, way yeah like it wouldn't be me as like a barefoot wife like having kids then suddenly like morphing into that if anything it would be the other way around of like but it's interesting like i feel like probably a lot of marriages can't handle that transition and it must be difficult for men to like adapt to that yeah some women are just too much for their men they can't handle it but that's their problem yeah but they just got to to deal with it but also, i don't like, i think john's in it though i don't think he's like that threatened by it 
I think maybe a little bit, but I, I don't I don't see him as being like I can't handle his marriage. I think he like really is crazy about her. Mm-hmm. And he's like I think he's half turned on, half insecure. But I also think yeah. it's a storyline. I think he's playing it up a little. Cause I they know, have, like I guess no storylines really seem that organic except for like Whitney and her dad's and Mary. And Mary. <laughs> and Mary's storyline with the world at yeah. large. <laughs> um But yeah, so it starts with them just yeah so they just like talk it out and then it just kind of i I don't really know what they were saying they were just sort of like yeah they are like he's like blah 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 and she's like blah blah and then we get to diane warren whitney and justin heading to see diane warren in the sober living facility whitney's dad is had a tantrum because he got a roommate at his sober house and (laughs) he's threatening to leave he's like i can't I, you know, I'm too old to be living with someone. So Whitney and her husband are on their way to have like family therapy with, with Steve, her Diane Warren yeah. dad. So they go, they're kind of just like, Whitney's a little pissed. Cause she's like, and I would be too. Yeah. She's I like, mean, like we're paying for you're this in fucking, fucking place. sober living. Yeah. She's paying for it. Mm-hmm. This is a, you're like multiple, you've had multiple go arounds at this you know the fucking drill like this isn't yeah sorry a hotel sorry bitch it's rehab like yeah you're gonna get a rehab at. it's not like be grateful um and also it's like just deal with it like how much time are you really spending in your room like you literally just like sleep and shit and shower in there yeah what's he doing Going to a different zone what's he doing like, go in there? read it yeah like why are you so weirded out about like what it's mm. Yeah. The entitlement level. I mean, I think that it everything seemed to end on like a more positive note, but I was like Can getting I... outraged in the middle of that cuz I oh, was yeah. like his level of entitlement is it's, insane. It's unreal. So basically we got there and to back to like the rehab place that looks like Mendocino Farms and <laughs> we see them meeting with a counselor and he's basically just like I demand privacy, like this is not what I wanted. And Whitney's like, so what do you? What is your plan, Dad? And he's like, well, I want to leave now and and basically start my career again and get right back into it. So his he wants to open up another salon like immediately. And mm-hmm. Whitney's like, so you're saying you want to do that? You want to open up a salon with what money? And he's like, well, I'm going to need some help. And Whitney informs us that at one point, her dad she said to pay for a lot of things of her dad's. And at one point in the past, he wanted her to pay f- for him to go to a $30,000 rehab. And she was like, no. So he drafted up every single thing that he's paid for in her life down to like, what was the thing? The small thing? Like, she was like, he remembered a fender bender that she was in and like how much that cost or something. Like he went full, like full scammer vibes and basically extorted her. <laughs> guilted her into being like now you owe me yeah so that's like really great parenting i know also i'm just like how dare you yeah it was i was like it was pretty shocking like i was i was you know who what vibe he was giving me in this scene i was having flashbacks of ashley 
from Roan J. Oh yeah. He has major and Jacqueline. He has major like, Ashley vibes. They're both like they both love a beanie. Mm-hmm. And have questionable hair choices. But the difference is Ash Jacqueline doesn't enjoy fighting with him. Or enjoy, Whitney doesn't enjoy fighting with her dad. Yeah, she's not trying to like provoke him at every turn. Wh- she's actually like, please get better so we can like heal our relationship. And so I can like give my kids more more money and resources for their future and not have to give it to you. Yeah, and so my kids can know their grandfather. So he basically he also I didn't know maybe I blocked this out, but I I was like, whoa, what when Whitney div- disclosed that he drank at her wedding renewal oh he did yeah i didn't catch that i think she revealed that he he drank at her vow renewal that started in the first episode so the fuck i i just i don't think he seems like he's not ready to get sober yeah he seems like he it might be best for him to like be finally released and left to his own devices yeah which is sad, but I was also just like this. I'm like, if he's not, if you don't want to get it, you're not going to get it. So he doesn't want. He doesn't have. He doesn't. He does not have the gift of desperation. And if you're not, like, if you're making a huge stink about something that's very like typical in treatment facilities, which is like you get a roommate, yeah, like because also I guess it d- the level you can pay i'm sure that you can pay for different levels so you can pay to have your own room but that's going to cost a lot more than like splitting that with a roommate or whatever and so then it's like you're basically calling your daughter in here to like pitch a fit like it's the level of like unself-awareness in that exchange i'm just like fuck you diane Mm -hmm. yeah he's He's not the best dad. Yeah. And I felt for Whitney. I was like, damn, this sucks. Like, it sucks that you're in this position having to, like, talk to your father in this way. Also, he and Justin are, like, peers. They're the same age. Like, that must be, like, weird. That that, that must be just, like, he must feel insecure because of that. Yeah. Right? That he's, like, asking for money from someone his own age. Yeah, and also it's like, I mean, I think Justin does a good job navigating it, where it's like kind of lets Whitney he's just lead the, the charge, he's kind and of he's there, there to be supportive. Yeah, but it's also it's just like really uncomfortable, and I understand like the disease of addiction. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm like part of me is like, have you no shame, Diane? Like, get a grip. But then I understand like the disease of addiction is like, yeah, you don't have shame. You literally think that like you deserve this person to bankroll you and like you deserve to leave rehab because you are getting a roommate and you're mad about it. And addiction will drive you to list off all the things you've paid for in your children's life so you can get like a quick (laughs) fix. Let's be real. Yeah, true. Um then we get to hopefully figures it out. Hopefully figures (laughs) the shit out. Um Anyway, we get to 
the snowbobe. Be- okay. Like, All the couples except Mary and her husband are going to, and Heather is going by herself. Um, they're going to meet <laughs> to go at the, near the Shaw Chalet to go snowboard, snowmobiling on a frozen tundra field. Yeah. Which looked fun. Looked really fun. Also dangerous. I didn't know that snowmobiles can just tip over. I know. Like I was kind of shocked by that. Um, so they're all meeting Jen and Meredith meet, uh, Jen or sorry, Meredith and Seth meet Jen and Sharif to get fitted for their outfits for snowmobiling. Um, and the minute Meredith walks in with Seth, Jen's like, Jen had, or I'm like stammering. Um, (laughs) I got, I'm so confused by this whole sequence of events. Jen's yeah, basically, I don't understand Jen's the rest, like the Jen last dubi- half of this episode. Jen is dubious of of Meredith and Seth. She's like, I don't understand why she's trying to make it seem like she has a perfect life, like blah blah. And I was kind of just you like, you know what? Shut up. It's really weird editing because the way that they left off, like the last episode, was wasn't it like Jen's like dropping the bomb that yeah like, the bombshell revelation that like Meredith is actually like having an affair. So then it leads you to believe as a viewer that this episode, there's going to be like more talking about that. And yeah. Potentially, like, Maybe that's why I was a confused. revelation or like, yeah, like it's uh, it not that it needed to lead up to a climax, but that's going to be kind of the driving force of this episode. And then it was just like, oh, happy couples like snowmobiling and like trying to talk about like relationship wisdom and then it just like did that for 20 minutes and it was like what yeah, the fuck are you guys talking about i honestly don't want to go into like the everything we heard because like it was basically just like talking about mormon marriage and jewish judaism and and islam and like all the different like differences they all share which was like kind of it was cool to hear like this. I liked the like breakdown of Mormon rules versus Muslim rules. Yeah, and that like John and Sharif had, and I really liked Sharif. Like Sharif is good vibes. Sharif is like a, a prince. Like I want to, I yeah. want, I want to hang with him. Like he seems really funny, really like just fun, and has mm-hmm. really good energy, and like can hang. Yeah, and, inspirational. Like, he's inspirational. Like I want to get. I want to get morsels of advice from him. Like I want him to tell me how to do stuff. Like I was, I would be happy to be like at a ski chalet with Sharif. Cause he's mm-hmm. fun. He's fun. And like, yeah, he's good. He's good times. He doesn't drink. Right. Yeah. I don't think so. Cause he's, he says in Mus- in Islam, you don't, you're not supposed to drink. Um, yeah. So they have that in common with the Mormons. But wait, so does do John and Lisa do they drink? I think maybe they do because she at one point she says God doesn't mind that I have a tequila company. I know, but then and then at the restaurant cuz I've tried to figure out cuz she like says he was she's drinking like something. super Mormon, but he, I couldn't tell if it's like water. He seemed like he was a little tipsy. Okay. I don't know. Maybe not, but that's, I, I got the vibe that they maybe drink low key. Yeah. Cause I mean, at the restaurant they went to the waiters, like 
what do you guys want to drink? And then she's like, whatever so-and-so thinks is fine. So I was like, oh, she's drinking like cocktails or whatever. But then I wasn't sure. Yeah, they probably just don't advertise it, but I'm sure they drink. Everything's uh, just so mysterious on the show. Like, well, that's. I mean, maybe that is like part of the the vibe of Salt Lake City is that there's so much secrets, secrecy, and down downplaying and and height and kind of clandestine stuff going on. Hmm. And like, I like Jen, seeing Jen and Sharif together. Like, she. She's they do com- compliment each other. She's she's calmer when she's with him. Like I think he really mm-hmm. like understands her, and they they kind of balance each other out, and they're very mellow together. And Jen isn't like so. I mean, well, Jen drinks. Jen ra- yeah. Jen rages. Also, we have oh this, yeah, she got drunk. We have this insane flashback where we see Stuart feeding Jen. And she's wearing Jen's a, wearing a wild hat, like a practical magic hat, a a hat from like nineteen ninety eight. It was a nineteen ninety eight performer at Lilith Fair hat. It was absolutely <laughs> Carmen San Diego meets Lilith Fair. It was absolutely wild. Also meets like a Spanish like bullfighter. M- meets just a witch, like. Yeah, like Ilaria Baldwin would love that hat. The hat, and she's and I, at first I was like, I didn't see who she was. I was like, oh, she must be sitting across from Sharif, and then she was sitting across from Stuart, and he was feeding her like little bites of something, and I was just like, mm-hmm. they have a weird relationship. Yeah, strange. Everything's weird. <laughs> that's. I think that's. What is happening? Why I'm getting like tongue tied is that like everything is fucking weird on the show. Yeah, like I didn't sign up to watch a reality show to have like a cultural history lesson. You know what I mean? Like, go do that online on your blog. Yeah. Like, get in a fight. <laughs> someone throw something. Like, someone, yeah, insult someone or like blow it up. Like, what is going on? I did like when um, I was just confused. And then where did Heather go? She must have left. Heather disappeared. She snowmobiled into the future. Heather snowmobiled (laughs) back to Salt Lake. She just like took to the, she took to the, the moonlit fields of snowy moonlit fields and like blazed a trail back like her pioneer ancestors. She's on a she vision a quest. She vision quest. Yeah. She astral projected back to Salt Lake City on a Heather, snowmobile. She uh, she went into the forest and like did some psychedelics and has been like vision questing for days. Yeah. And will emerge from the snowy woods a new woman, a stronger woman, I'm a just, fiercer woman. I'm just imagining her like dun 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 dun, dun like just snowmobiling back down the mountain like down to salt lake city like with the moon just looking up at the moon or like kind of wind wind burnt face just it's a full moon she still has her sunglasses on and her hair is like flying free around her and i imagine like wolves (laughs) came out of the forest to run alongside her as she snowmobiles and descends on salt lake yeah the wolves are they take her into their pack Mm-hmm. And she hear, becomes pack leader. 
and she just goes, ow, 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 like while, while snowball, <laughs> snowmobiling. She stops, like, she does that stop where it's like, she's like, and snow just like flies out and, and sparkles in the night sky. And then she stops and she stands up on the snowmobile and she goes, ow, ow, ow. And then all the wolves go, ow. And then she goes, tonight we ride. And then revs up the engine and then they ride into Salt Lake City. And the next time you see Heather, she will be in the next week's episode. They're like, next week, next time on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It shows Heather surrounded by a pack of wolves. And that's the way that you see her for the rest of the season is Heather and her wolves. (sighs) That would be that's that's what I want to see. We find out that Heather is actually part wolf and like so are her daughters. And that's why she got divorced from her husband is because he found out her wolf secret. Mm-hmm. And that she and her daughters, like the wolves that she brings out of the woods are actually her three daughters. Totally. And now they're shapeshifter. And we've like entered kind of like a Real Housewives and Twilight mashup. She has kind of a wolfy look. She's full wolf vibes. Wolf girl. So she she Heather snowmobiles back, and then the girls, the remaining girls, Jen, Meredith, and Lisa, all hit the hot tub in full face of makeup, like contoured mm-hmm. within an inch of their lives. Meredith's contour and brow combo. Her brows get longer and longer until they will eventually start at her hairline and just Frida Kahlo across. Her unibrow and then back into her hairline. It's unbelievable that they're wearing that much makeup and all of them have the same hairstyle. It's like a little a high pony, a high pony, <laughs> and they all look like they're sweating, but they have like waterproof makeup on, and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And they just all are vibing out in the hot tub. They're like getting loose. Jen starts talking about how her fears of being an empty nester when her youngest son eventually goes off to school and like if that is that's going to make her loneliness she feels now with Sharif's schedule even more and they all kind of lisa also talks about her marriage and like all this stuff. and then meredith's like i'm seth and i are getting back together and it's going to be a wonderful thing for our family and you just see jen's face and she's like hmm I don't buy it. I think that Brooks has actually kidnapped the real Meredith Mm -hmm. and threw her in the basement of their crazy house. Mm -hmm. And the Meredith we see now is like an AI robot that he created. Stepford mom. Yeah. Stepford mom that he's unleashed on the world. And like, maybe it wasn't a poltergeist that was setting off all those things. Maybe it was the real Meredith down below trying to like get production to help her and save her from Brooke's basement of terror. It could be. Cause something's raw miss with Meredith. Like there's, She's like just. She's, I think. I think she's just uncomfortable, a little on camera, and she's she's worried. I think she knows she came into the show at a precarious point in her marriage, and she knows like she's hiding stuff, and I think she's just very aware of the camera. Okay, and that's what I think. But I also and she think knows Jen's about to blow the whistle on her. But she also knows that her real self, her true form, is being stashed away in a crawlspace. Yeah. 
she's only programmed like brooks ai is not so refined that it can pull off like he's still learning how to program so really she can only say so many things before she just starts to like have system overload it's wild but also i love i also jen was really started this is why i'm hopeful that maybe it'll pick up jen really starts talking shit about everyone in this moment in this episode like Mm -hmm. she's she's kind of shitting on lisa she's like that's not the kind of mormonism i grew up with like she's very judgmental of lisa's take on mormonism and latter-day saints and she also another missing couple i think they went to go fuck whitney and justin don't hang around to hot tub either and at one point in the snowmobile moment whitney pulls heather aside and she's like jen was talking shit about meredith yeah and she's like let's ask meredith and heather's like i'm not asking her anything (laughs) i like heather's very like (laughs) heather's like i have a forest to see too i have wolves to run with i have wolves to run (laughs) but but i think now i have to get back to my pack i have to get back to my pack now but i think now it's really coming to light that jen is like causing a lot of shit and i think i think whitney is really gonna I think she's going to be the one that throws the first, like, Molotov cocktail. Someone needs to fucking do something. I think Whitney's going to do it. Right That's what I'm predicting she's going to confront Jen and be like, you're talking shit about Meredith. And, like, because Heather gets pissed. She's like, why would... Because they're... Salt Lake City apparently is all about discretion. And <laughs> Heather's like, if I would never air this. Like, Heather's... Heather's like, I don't see anything. Heather's that kind of person. She's like, don't worry. It's in the vault. Yeah. She's like, don't ask, don't tell. Jen is loose lips. Yeah. She's down to sink some ships. And I think good on her because someone's got to like, do whistle. it. Maybe. And I think that if she she's setting herself up, like, I don't I don't begrudge her for it. And then. Sharif makes her more likable or kind of like grounds her as a character. Totally. I think, I think what's happening, I think maybe the first season is like, what I'm hoping is that it's, they're all getting their sea legs and they're all, a lot of them are like coming out of Mormon, like discretion and like, you know, being low key and like turning blind eyes. And I think maybe this season will, encourage them next season to really go after it because mm-hmm. they're still coming out of being conditioned to like not make trouble and like not make waves and to be very very you know private and to keep things you know what i mean so i'm hoping that this will encourage them to let their freak flags fly a little yeah but readers what do you think we want to know your takes on it too like are you disenchanted or chanted chanted is meredith ai is she and the real meredith is locked in a basement is heather a she wolf is the only key is heather a she wolf should mary have her own spinoff let us know let us know did steve write (laughs) an oscar nominated song with lady gaga Till it happens. Remember, Diane Warren wrote that. Mm-hmm. That photo, someone... Did you share that with me? Where someone had tweeted, like, Whitney and her father, and it was a picture of Gaga and Diane Warren on the red carpet. And they were like, damn, they killed this. 
Yeah. Or Whitney and Steve and her dad really killed this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm... Because I just can't. I'm like, help me. Help all of us. Help all of us. Shed some fucking light. I'm 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 staying with it. Like we're we're staying in this. We're down. We're doing it. Yeah. We're down to you know. We're seven episodes in. I'm in for the long Eight haul, episodes. everyone. So I'm not. It's we're, happening. We're not turning our backs, but I just want more. And I want a lot more. Bravo! If you're listening, <laughs> do something. To which I say, get well soon. Get well soon. Get well soon, all of us yeah i hope everyone has a safe weekend first weekend in 2021 can you believe that it's insane where did the time go 2021 We've all been captured by brooks and thrown in a closet from march until now i feel like closet energy totally 2021 sounds things very don't change future. soon yeah 2021's extra future if things don't change soon, you're. I can see you taking to the snowmobile. I will have no choice but to mount the snowmobile and ride. To She-Wolf. You will become She-Wolf. I'm ready to take to the snow. Yeah, I'm really feeling like wolf energy for 2021. Oh, oh, oh! Oh, oh, oh! Um, follow Carrie at eCarrie Follow Lars at Lars Marie. And uh, join the right. Patreon for bonus Come content. Come on, guys. Do yourself Patreon. a favor in 2021. Sexy Unique Podcast. Make an investment. I promise for your you, future. you make a $5 a month of investment, it will return in droves. The, the return, return the on pa- your investment is high. The ROI, incredible. You will be showered in Paymon coins by us mm-hmm. and our fun paywall talk on bonus and it's just fun it's great we read emails we you read can emails. email us sexy unique podcast at gmail.com we read them we read messages it's just it's a great little community um happy and new year everyone love and light and let's let's make happy this a new good year. year let's do it Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.